Hi, I'm Len Epp from LeanPub, and in this LeanPub podcast, I'll be interviewing Antonio Leva. Antonio is the author of two LeanPub books. The first is uh, Kotlin for Android Developers, Learn Kotlin the Easy Way While Developing an Android App, which is about the language that was created specifically for Java developers. Um, the second is written in Spanish, and its title translate, translates in English to 10 Tips to Become an Expert Developer. In this interview, we're going to talk about Antonio's professional interests, his books, his experience using LeanPub, and ways we can improve LeanPub for him and other authors. So thank you, Antonio, for being on the LeanPub podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, thanks. I, I should actually mention that we're, um, we're speaking across many time zones. Um, Antonio is in Madrid, um, and as always, I'm on the west coast of North America, so it's quite some, quite some distance. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, Antonio, I usually like to start these interviews by asking people for their origin story. So I was wondering if you can tell me how you first became interested in being a developer and what your first job was like. Okay, so when I finished high school, I didn't really know what, what to study. I felt slightly attracted by computer science, so I finally ended up studying the degree. And at that moment, I really didn't feel any passion about programming. Uh, so when I finished my degree, I started working in the first place with relative good conditions I could find and, and started working in a, as a CRM consulting. We customize and install Microsoft Dynamics CRM for other companies and spend more, more or less four years there. So how, that's the way I started. Not very. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, that's that's very interesting. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's one of the things I like to track is um, you know, how if people sort of studied programming formally and I, when they became developers in the end, that I find it's about half and half. You know, fifty percent of people studied it, fifty percent of people found a different way. Um, so you started in CRM, and how did you end up becoming interested in Android? Yeah, that's, that was quite related to finding my real passion because as I was telling in my, in my previous work, I felt a little bit frustrated because I felt that uh, this was not the kind of job I wanted to do. So at that, at that point, I started trying other things and can't remember exactly why, but I decided to start learning about creating Android apps and, and writing a blog about it to help others doing the same I was doing. And this was like five years ago. And love it since, since the first moment because it was so easy to see a nice result from, from your work. It was totally the opposite I, I had been doing before. Uh, so I decided I wanted to do things that final user, users could enjoy and, and not stuff that would be hidden inside the, the company I was working for. So that's how my Android passion started. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting, getting the, the reinforcement of uh, doing something and seeing results. Um, yeah. I, I was wondering, um, uh, I haven't interviewed anyone from Spain before, um, and so um, I wanted to ask you, what is the tech scene like in Madrid and in Spain more generally? Some years ago when I started working, it was rather unpromising. Most developers had to work in consulting companies, that uh, only worried about sales and no code quality. So developers were not important in those companies. 
developers couldn't have a career and had to, conve to convert to salesmen at some point. And if you just wanted to be a developer, salaries were, were rather bad. So lots of people moved to other countries. I know a, a lot of friends that moved to London, Berlin or San Francisco, for instance. But nowadays things are, are changing, are quite different. And because there are many, many small tech companies and startups that now understand the value of quality code. And nowadays it's much easier to find a company where developers can grow. And so salaries are a bit higher, a bit far from other close countries yet, but it keeps improving. Um, but in general now, developers can develop their passion uh, in amazing companies without having to emigrate to other countries. So it's quite better than some years ago. Oh, well, that's that's fantastic to hear. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, it is. Yeah, great. Um, my next question is kind of long, but um, uh, we have quite a few authors on LeanPub who write tech books who are bilingual or multilingual. And a lot of our tech books are not written in English. Um, you are yourself a great example of a LeanPub author who writes in more than one language, as you have written, as I said in the introduction, one book in English and another in Spanish. Um, and I wanted to ask, I, I assume there are a lot more resources for developers on the internet written in English than there are in Spanish, like Stack Overflow, for example. Um, are there a lot of Spanish resources for developers online? And do you think learning to read English is something that all developers around the world have to do these days? Well, the, there are some resources, mainly blogs uh, in, in Spanish, but the amount of content is not enough to to develop as a to develop your career properly. So I think that reading English is a need for a Spanish developer and, and probably any country developer because there are a lot of more of information and and more um, advanced information. So uh, write, uh, reading English is a need and probably writing English is a need too if you want to uh, improve your personal branding, to develop a, a good branding. And maybe probably it's our fault because we tend to think that articles in English are better quality than in Spanish. And in fact, most Spanish developers just write blogs in English and, and don't try to write it in Spanish first. Oh, well, thanks. That's a, that's a great answer and really, really interesting, too. Um, uh, I was wondering, um, you're currently an Android engineer at a company called Plex. Um, could you explain a little bit about what Plex does and, and what, you, what your goals are and what you, what you do there? Yeah, Plex is a software company that gives, uh, sorry, a software that gives you instant access to your media collections like home videos, photos, music, TV shows and movies. So you can quickly find and stream what you want in any device, anytime. And I'm, I'm part of the Android team where we developed all related Android apps. We have a mobile app, tablet, Android TV, Fire TV and any other crazy projects or ideas that we think could be useful for an Android device, we at least try it to see if, if it deserves uh, an app. Well, that's really interesting. Um, I was wondering if you could, um, on, on, I mean, obviously with the, the uh, expertise you've gained um, uh, doing sort of cross-platform kind of media stuff, um, I, I, wonder, I was wondering if you could explain um, who your intended, intended audience is 
for your book, uh, Kotlin for Android Developers, and why you chose to write that book. My audience is basically any Android developer who's fed up with Java and wants oh. to try a, a new great language. And, it's, and I, write it, I wrote it basically, uh, the, the reason is basically the same why I decided to start writing blogs because I was, was learning the language myself and thought it would be great if I could write a book to help others learn it too. Um, and honestly, I didn't think much about it. I just wrote a small introduction and pub published the book at 5%, more or less, and got, got like 1,000 sales in a few days. So at that point, there was no turning back. <laughs> I had to write, write it <laughs> because I had a lot of people <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah, that's 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 a great that's a great story. Um, it's so exciting when someone publishes something and um, you know, immediately gets an audience that kind of gives them a a positive uh, reason to sort of keep going. Um, I was wondering, actually, I wanted to ask. Your book has nearly nine hundred readers and perhaps now even more, um, which is really good um, for a book on a subject like this. And I was wondering if you did anything special to attract so many readers, or did it just the ball just got rolling? I'd probably answer it was all luck, but <laughs> try, trying to develop it a little more. Uh, the kids probably are uh, to write on something that nobody wrote before. Uh, my book is the only finished book about Kotlin right now. So if you want to buy a book, a finished book at least, you you need to buy one, to buy mine. There's no other one. Well, that's a, that's a really good idea. Um, uh, I was wondering, actually, just, and this is a very kind of high-level question, um, but what do you think the future of Android looks like in the next, you know, couple of years? <laughs> I, I'm very bad to as, pre, as future predictor, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Android has been taking the leading mobile operating system for latest years, and we can think it will just keep growing. I'm not so sure about the rest of Android variations, such as Android Wear, Android TV, Android Toro, which are having very slow progress. But as I said, I'm, I'm not very good to predict the future. I also thought that tablets would never succeed, and <laughs> and, you, and you can see here we are. So, yeah. so yeah. In, in any case, technology evolves, evolves so fast that we developers must be, must be ready to technology changes in our in our career. So. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. That's but a, let's hope that Android takes long. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. That's a great line. Um, uh, I was wondering, your um, your second Limpa book is about tips to become an expert developer, and I was wondering. I just wanted to ask you, what are your top three tips um, <laughs> for a developer? First, uh, regarding this book, I, I wrote it to give it as a present to people who join the mailing list of a new blog I'm writing in Spanish. And I decided to sell it to everyone else who wanted to buy it. That's why I published in Limpath. And my three tips would be, first one, specialization, probably. We need to know a little bit about everything, but a lot about something, because otherwise we'll have to compete by price with the, with the rest of, of people. We have to choose whether we want to be chosen because we want uh, we know a lot about something or, or because we are the cheapest ones. So I, I think that the specialization is one key point. 
Another one, personal branding. It's helped me a lot during these years, like blogs, talks in events, uh, now the book, and this kind of, of things. And my third tip would be taking your profession as a passion. A developer who just works eight hours in their work and do nothing in their free time won't probably succeed. You have to enjoy what you do so much that you want to spend part of your free time on it. That's a really, really good answer. Um, uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening can can really um, uh, identify with that. Um, I was wondering, um, actually, a, a couple of LeanPub questions. Uh, you know, there you could have chosen many platforms to publish with. Um, what was it about LeanPub that that um, drew you to us? Uh, I knew LeanPub because I had read some books before from that platform. And I like the idea of Lean Publishing, and then also discovered the, that you could write a book just knowing Markdown, and that the, the royalties for the publishers are much better than in other platforms. So it's a platform that helps, helps a lot in all the publishing process, and LeanPub takes care of all the hard work, and, and we writers just need to focus in writing the book and forget about all the things we really don't care and, don't, and that don't matter. Um, when it comes to um, writing your book, um, one thing I noticed about your Kotlin book was that you have put your, your email address in a section near the front asking readers to contact you if they find any typos or have any suggestions for improving your book. And I wanted to ask if you've had readers email you with corrections or suggestions and has the feedback had an impact on your book? Yeah, that was that was another thing I like why I like the idea of publish, publishing at LeanPath because uh, readers feedback can, can help you improve, improve your the quality of your book. In my case, I even had a reader who sent me typos reports uh, or things that were not so clear during all the all my process writing the book, every time I release new content, so that was really helpful to to make to improve the quality of the book. Yeah. Were there any um, big surprises that you had in the in the process of publishing the book? And any surprises? Well, I was surprised that I could sell so many books before it was finished. For instance. Hmm. That, that's very helpful to get the strength you need to write a book because it's a hard task. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that um, people really trust you in, because you only have 5% of the book written like it was my case. So people are trusting you uh, in, the, in the way that they think you are finishing your, your job. And so you can't betray them. That way you create an obligation to write it and that helps a lot in the writing process. Well, that sounds like a really good, uh, good surprise. Um, <laughs> I, I was wondering, actually, um, if, uh, if, if, if you could ask us to create one feature that would help you as an author or, or fix one problem, um, what would that feature or that problem be? Well, in fact, it worked really well. Uh, well, I didn't miss almost anything during my process 
the only maybe there's the support for Kotlin language that would be great because I uh, couldn't format the code, but I know that's a very specific need, so I understand <laughs> that it won't help many other writers. So yeah. yeah, but apart from that, I think the tool is is great for for publishing books. Okay, well, thanks, thanks very much for that. I really <laughs> appreciate that. Um. And uh, thanks, thanks a lot for your time. And I just wanted to say um, thank you very much for being on the Lean Pub podcast and for being a Lean Pub author. Thank you for this interview, and and keep the great work. <laughs> thanks.